Hey guys, welcome back to Mindset Managed, your one-stop shop for friendly advice and chats about life, health and self. Today we're talking about a few things that kind of tie all together and that is comparison, choice and being okay with missing out. For me, comparison and choice leads to a lot of pain. We use comparison to understand things better, like comparing different countries or different cuisines, comparing films and books, but sometimes we can take it too far. We make it personal or focus too much on one thing and cause ourselves pain. We compare ourselves to other people. We compare our work to other work. We compare today to yesterday. We compare our feelings with one person to our feelings with another. And comparison can be confusing and bring about inaccurate results. Perhaps you only like something because it's better or cheaper or whatever to something else. But you don't actually have a real reason for liking that thing. Say your partner is horrible, but they're not as bad as your last one. Does that automatically make them a worthy partner? No, of course not. So in this way, comparison doesn't quite work. It can help us a lot in life, but sometimes when we use it on a personal level, we can bring out inaccurate thoughts and feelings. We can think that something's good when it's not. It's just better than something else. And choice in the way is, is the same. It has its good points in that, you know, having choice makes us feel less restricted and more free. But on the other hand, too much choice can cause us this fear of missing out and panic and sadness and paralysis. In a store, if there's only one option of pizza, for example, and say that you didn't know that any other type existed, then you'd pick that pizza and you'd eat it without ever wondering if the grass was greener on the other side, as it were. But if there's a hundred different types of pizza in that store, you can make yourself crazy trying to decide which is for the best. This is what leads to things like decision fatigue. So decision fatigue is what it sounds like. You become tired of making decisions. And in this modern world that we live in, I think that we're making way more decisions than we used to. And we're forced to make them often. So as soon as you wake up, you're faced with a decision whether to snooze your alarm or not. You're faced with the decision of what you're going to wear in the morning. How are you going to do your hair? um, What time are you going to leave? What is the first thing you're going to do when you get to work or whatever? Obviously, we all have different days. But there are so many different decisions that we make in a day that causes us to be facing decision fatigue. So by the time it comes to the end of the day, we're so tired from making decisions. Our minds are just overrun with all the decisions that they've had to make that we become tired and we can't make those good decisions anymore. We've used up our decision-making capabilities for the day, basically. And so some experts say that we should reduce decision decision fatigue by trying to make less decisions every day. So instead of um, deciding what you're going to do, what you're going to wear in the morning or how you're going to do your hair, you're going to have that decided for you the night before. You're going to have the clothes laid out for you for the whole week so you don't have to decide. Or, you know, you're going to have set meals that you have every, every day so that you know what you're eating. You don't have to face that decision of what you're going to eat. And therefore it frees up more time to make other decisions that are more important important. The reason I bring that up is because like I say, this world, we're faced with so many options, so many choices, you know, and then obviously when you're faced with options and choices, you're faced with the comparison of those options and those choices. And then you have to make a decision about those options and those choices. And you can become so overwhelmed with what to do that if you're making little decisions every single day about what to eat or what to wear, then obviously when it comes time to make those bigger decisions, we're tired, we're burnt out. 
and it becomes a lot harder for us to focus and make accurate, good, healthy decisions that are going to bring about the good results. So it's important to kind of reduce the amount of options, reduce the amount of choice in front of you and also reduce the amount of decisions that you have to make on a regular basis. So we'll circle back to that in a moment. But the thing is, it comes down to a distraction by having too many open doors around you, too much non-commitment. We in this world can become so afraid of committing to one thing because we feel like if we commit to this thing, we're saying yes to this thing and therefore saying no to everything else. And that's scary, right? Why would I pick this one career when, what about if I want to be a fireman? What if I want to be a teacher? What if I want to be a travel writer, you know? So we try and keep all those doors open. Therefore, we have way too many doors open, way too many options, way too many choices. We try this thing, we try that thing, we try that thing, and we don't commit to anything. And therefore, we don't go anywhere. We just stay at the ground level of a bunch of different things because we just can't commit. We can't choose. We can't decide. And this comes from this new thing where you have to try and do and be everything in this life and a lot of us are trying to do it as quickly as possible as well so not only must you do and every do and be everything in life but you have to do and be everything in your 20s and your 30s right so many of us feel this pressure to have traveled to every single country to experience every different country to have kids and a family and marriage and to have uh, got to the top of our career to have published a book and have a blog and have a podcast and have a youtube channel and um, you know drive a good car and own a house and all these things just in our 20s like the pressure of that is absolutely ridiculous and i know that i definitely feel it i'm turning 25 in two three months and um I feel like I'm comparing myself to other 25 year olds that I see online or my friends or, you know, my family members who are older than me. It's like, what did they do when they were my age? What, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to achieve? Am I behind? Oh, my younger sister has been to Asia and I haven't. My, my brother's going to Japan before I am and I've always wanted to go to Japan. And you're comparing You're comparing again and again and again and getting afraid that you're missing out on something, afraid that you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And so you try and cram every little thing into a short amount of time. And then you wonder why you're stressed out, why you're burnt out, why you're afraid, why you're sad and depressed, because obviously you cannot achieve all those things in such a short period of time. So you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for disappointment and then wonder why you're so sad about it. It's it's crazy when you put it that way. So this is how our modern life, our modern world eats at us on a regular basis. Too many opportunities for comparison, too much choice, too many decisions to make. So what I now wanted to talk about was adopting a new mindset, a new phrase, if you will, that you say again and again. So when you're faced with options or choice, when you're trying to run the rat race, when you're trying to do loads of things and be loads of things, be your best self, live your best life before you're even 30, when you're faced with so much decision and comparison and choice, I want you to think of this phrase, but not right now, and that's okay. So let me explain. This idea that we have to rush or compete or that we're missing out comes from the habit of looking over the fence at the other side and thinking about other people's gardens instead of focusing on our own. So what is the answer? What do we need to do? How do we combat the overwhelm of choice, the overwhelm of decisions, the habits of comparison? How do we combat that? We pay attention to our own garden. So this is where we adopt the saying, but not right now, 
and that's okay. So when you're speaking about something that your friend is doing or your family members are doing or someone online is doing something and you're thinking, this is an option for me. Should I do this? Is this a decision that I have to make? If you're sitting there comparing your life and your achievements and yourself to that person, step back for a second and ask yourself if it's actually something that you need or want. Is it actually something that resonates with you on a personal level? What you actually want and need for your own life, your own self. And then say to whatever they're doing, but not right now, and that's okay. So let me explain further. My friends from school are going backpacking across Southeast Asia, like a lot of people do, for three months, and they're going in March. I was asked if I wanted to go, of course, but at the time I was unemployed, and so it didn't make sense. I wouldn't be able to afford to go. I've not long been employed now, so again, I've not been able to save up the money to go. And also, I'm not sure that backpacking is something that I actually have an urge to do anyway. I want to travel, I want to see as many countries as I can, experience cultures and everything like that. But I don't think backpacking is necessarily the way that I will do it. And that's up to me, that's my personal thing. I don't know, that might change. So when it comes to this thing, and when I think about my friends going away, of course I get jealous. I get sad that I'm not going. I wonder if I'm missing out. I wonder if there's a missed opportunity there. If I should just force myself to go in any way possible, make myself bankrupt just as I can have this experience. But then I ask myself, I look at my own garden and I say to myself, okay, so what am I actually wanting from my life right now? What do I need from my life right now? Who am I? What am I experiencing? What is important? What do I need? And when I ask myself that, backpacking through Southeast Asia doesn't make sense. I don't have a degree like they do. I don't have a stable job like they do. I have a focus and a dream and something that I'm certain about unlike them. So for my friends, they've got their degrees, they've worked hard, they've worked in their jobs for a while and they're not quite sure what their next career moves are going to be, what their future goals are going to be. And so they thought that they'd take a step back, you know, go travelling, get some experiences and then come back and decide about their future later. That totally makes sense. But that doesn't make sense for me. I don't have a degree. I'm working towards one now, but I don't have one. I don't have a stable job, like a good career that I can at least come back to after I've gone traveling, you know, and also to provide me with the money to go traveling. So again, that doesn't make sense. And for me, I am sure of what I want in the future. I want to make a living publishing books. I want to be a writer. And so when I know that goal, I should focus on that goal. But also, I know that I something I need, something that might help me, you know, in the meantime on the way to that goal is having a degree and finding a career that makes me money in the meantime so I can, you know, have a family, have a house and be financially stable on the way to getting my books published. So for me, it doesn't make sense to jet off to Asia and pause my life for three months. Like, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with doing that. Like I say, it depends on who you are and where your life's at, but it doesn't make sense for me. And so every time that I get a bit low, every time I'm not sure, every time I think that, oh, but I would like to travel, so maybe I should go, I say to myself, but not right now, and that's okay. For me, traveling is not the thing for me right now, and that is okay. And the same goes for my brother and his wife. They're going to Japan this year. As I say, I've always wanted to go to Japan. It's my one dream top destination. And when I think about the fact that he's going there before I am, it makes me sad. Like I've studied the language for two years. I only did ab initio, so it's like beginners. But still, I know the language. I have learned a lot about the culture. I've had a teacher who's lived in Japan for three years and she's told us all about it. And I've always liked like anime and manga and 
I just enjoy that culture. I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert or anything, but it's just one place I've always wanted to go. So when I think about my brother going and his wife going, it makes me sad. It feels like I should have gone first or I should have gone with them or something like that, you know? And I do get jealous. And I have to tell myself that it's okay that they're going right now. It doesn't mean that I will never go. It doesn't mean that they're better than me or they've beat me or something. It doesn't matter. I don't need to compare myself to him. I will go when I'm ready to go, when it makes sense for me to go. Again, I don't have the money to go. So if I went now, I would probably have the money to get there, the money to be able to sleep, but I wouldn't have any money to spend to to do the things that I want to do. The trip would be rushed. I wouldn't have an enjoyable time. But instead, when I'm ready to go, I have the money, I've planned, I've I've saved in advance and I know my itinerary and I I can go and I can have the best time because I'm ready and I know what I'm going to do and I can afford it. That's going to be so much better that's going to be right, so again, it's that whole thing, I want to go to Japan, but not right now, and that's okay, and you can use this for anything, for different people who you know are advancing in their careers, or people who, like I say, have a degree or something, or people who are buying houses, having kids, it's okay if you want those things too, if they do actually resonate with you on a personal level, but it's also okay to say, this is not for me right now, and that's okay, I can't do this right now and that's okay because there is no time limit, there are no deadlines, we always feel this pressure, this need to rush as if time's going to suddenly run out, that if we don't do the things we want to do right now then we'll never do them. Yes, I don't think we should sit back and be complacent and like, you know, adopt the whole, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next year. That mentality, that's not good either, it's not good to put your life on hold for some elusive tomorrow that will never come but at the same time you need to take that pressure off yourself take your foot off the pedal and breathe for a second and realize that just because you're not doing something right now just because everybody else seems to be traveling or whatever and you're not doesn't mean that you never will you can still go if you make it happen for yourself and the right time will come for that to happen. If you rush into doing things just because other people are, just because you feel less than in comparison, just because you fear that you're missing out, just because you're overwhelmed with so much things that you feel you have to do, then you're not going to be satisfied doing those things. You might not succeed in doing those things. You might be unhappy. Rushing is never a good idea. Taking steps forwards, doing things when you're ready, yes, totally. Doing things before you're ready, yes, totally, but doing it when it feels right, doing it when the moment or the opportunity presents itself and it looks so right that you have to take it, even when you're scared, those are the right things. And I know that for myself because there's a lot of things that I have done, there are a lot of things that I have done that other people haven't done, that other people might be jealous of me for, I don't know. But I did those things because they felt right and I have to trust myself to do whatever I'm going to do in the future when that feels right too. So at the end of the day, it's okay to have different dreams, different goals, different needs and wants and focuses for yourself and your life compared to other people, compared to people that you know, compared to people online. There is no right thing or right time or right should be doings and should haves. What makes sense for you is for you to determine and you'll do yourself a favour And give yourself a lot less stress and a lot less pressure, a lot less headache. If you recognise that, if you realise that all you need to focus on, all you need to tend to is your own garden. 
Stop looking over the fence at everybody else. Stop wondering if there is a better choice that you could make or a better decision that you should make, you know? Don't give yourself that dizzying decision fatigue by trying to make a million different choices every day, a million different choices every year, thinking about, oh, maybe I could do this, maybe I could do that, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. There's not that many things that you should do for you. This world that we live in is abundant and beautiful. And I think that it's both a positive and a negative that when we were kids, we were told we can be or do anything, you know, like you can be anything. Like it's such a beautiful statement and it's really wholesome and it's hopeful. But at the same time, it kind of creates a multitude, an overwhelming amount of options in front of you. So I can be anything, you say. So that's too many things in a way. And so I think that we need to look inward when we feel that and reconnect with who we are and what we want, what we're good at, what our strengths are, what our dreams are, to maybe switch off social media for a while so that you don't get so confused by what everybody else is doing and really connect with who you are and what inspires and motivates and intrigues you because that is what you need to focus on. That is what you need to give energy to. And of course, you might take steps forwards and realise it was the wrong thing and that's okay. But Don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed and to not commit to things just because there's so many options in front of you, just because you think there's so many different things that you should be doing. There is nothing more that you should be doing than what you really want to do, than what's in your heart. And again, if you don't do those things right now, doesn't mean that you never will. Keep them there, write them down, make sure that they happen for you, but allow yourself to give time to it. Allow yourself to breathe and manifest those things in time. Life isn't to be lived in the first 20, 30 years of your life. Hopefully, you will live a long, abundant life. So there's so many things that you can do in that time. And I hope that there are many things that you'll do in that time. So take care, guys, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.